Welcome back to the Girl Scout Troop Leader Experience Podcast. I'm really excited today to have a returning guest. We've heard from her before, but we had to have her back to share some more stories with us. She has 45 years of Girl Scout experience, so we knew there was more we were going to hear. Go ahead and introduce yourself one more time. Tell us who you are, where you're from, slash what council, and tell us about the demographics of your troop. My name is Lisa Schrammick, and I am from the Girl Scouts NorCal Council down in the, I'm specifically from down in the San Francisco Bay Area, but NorCal is huge, most of that upper California part. And uh, I am currently working, along with my co-leader, with a cadet and senior troop where we have three cadets and one dedicated senior and one senior who pops in and out. And we typically meet online a lot of the time right now, but even before all this craziness, we met online a lot in order to get the girls together more often and more easily. Um, I have been a troop leader. I have been a uh, I have taken the council training to train trainers and have been an advisor to various levels of girls. Um, I have worked with the older girls um, activity and leadership group in both Oregon and in NorCal. And I am also a volunteer with our service units day camp since I was in college and went to the day camp before that as, as a kid. So lots of experience. <laughs> I've worked with all the levels multiple times. I love it. So you mentioned previously that you were a Girl Scout. I think you said um, starting in second grade. How long were you in Girl Scouts as a kid? And what is one of your favorite memories from Girl Scouts growing up? I started in second grade because at the time that was as early as girls could start. They started in brownies in second grade. The daisies did not exist and first grade was not part of Girl Scouts. Um, so I went all the way through, all the way up through high school and uh, being a senior Girl Scout in high school. And then when I went to college, I was a campus Girl Scout and served as a connection for Girl Scouts that might be interested in going to my college. And I also served as sort of a resource person for various troops in the area who wanted someone to come help them out with X, Y, or Z program, or I was studying theater arts and education so I also worked as um, a specialist in theater arts, and that's how I got involved in the day camp. And then I ended up leading my first troop because a friend of mine ended up having her husband was going to move, and she was in a panic to find someone to take her girls and basically said, come alongside, work with me, and then you can take the girls for the rest of the time. And I was like, oh, duh, duh, okay. And ended up taking on this brownie troop and thankfully had, it was in the area where I grew up. So I had tons of people to lean on and tons of people to go to for help and experience and training. And, and it ended up being just this 
marvelous, great experience and super fun. And then I had kids and my kids are actually 10 years apart. So I had a kid and led her troop and did all this stuff with her. And then her younger sister showed up and was sort of the mascot for her sister's senior troop. <laughs> and then now I'm leading the next kid. So I, I may never leave Girl Scouts. I may stick with it forever and ever and ever, kind of like all those people you only hear about in theory. <laughs> well, I hope you do. So you have a lot of experience working with older girls, and you mentioned in the other podcast that those are your favorite girls to work with. Do you have any tips or best practices for keeping girls engaged for retention purposes as they get older? Oh my gosh. Um, the biggest thing I can say is listen to them. Uh, it, as they get older and older in Scouts, they have so much more to say but even you know you would think that you're supposed to lead daisies by saying we're going to do this well yes please do but also include we have these options what would you like to do and i always ask the question why or what else um even in leading the daisies here are your four options. Why do you like that one? Oh, that's cool. Okay. What else could we do with that? Um, or you want to do this project? That's really cool. Why do you want to do that? Oh, that sounds interesting. I see. You know, we're, we're looking at this badge that you guys decided on that we're going to actually do in a month that has absolutely to do with that. You think you can hang on that long? And inevitably they can because they want to be heard. The girls want to be heard. Um, they want to know that somebody's listening to them. And as they get older, they're so involved in schoolwork that has them sitting at desks and answering direct questions and then moving on to the next topic. And when you can be the place where they can come and go, I had this great idea, then you keep them. Because even if you can't do their great idea, a lot of times you can find a way for them to potentially do it in the future. You can know about it, you can communicate it with their guardians and their caretakers. Um, you can hear their great idea and say, wow, that would make an amazing higher award. Um, you are a junior right now, but when you're looking at your cadet thing, which is going to need a ton of hours, you know, Silver Award has lots of hours, and that is a big project. That's a good one. Keep that, or keep it for your goal. You know, keep you know, keep hanging on to it. Don't let go of it. Um, listening to them, hearing what they're saying, acknowledging what they're saying, and honoring what they're saying. Um, a lot of times girls will be going through stuff and they won't want to talk. They just want to hang out with their friends. Totally cool. Totally good. Um, you know, as they get older, they get stressed. They get lots of stuff put on them and having meetings where it's a total social meeting where they're just hanging out, talking, watching a movie, eating food. Yeah, you just made their day. Can you do it all the time? Probably not. 
Although, you know, I'm not sure if, on the other hand, it just occurred to me literally sitting here, you know, you probably could actually, you probably could just have a Girl Scout troop that was hangout time. Um, I don't know how good I'd be with it because I'd be tempted to look at them and go, you know, that movie you just watched, it relates to this. What do you think? And like start a whole conversation and gosh darn it, we've earned a badge. Um, <laughs> but that's who that's I, how, that's that's how who I am. That's what my kids, yeah, that's what my kids experience all the time. Um, my significant other is a history, total history nerd. So he'll also go into all the historical connotations yeah. and all this. Yeah, my kids are used to that. So I don't think that's a bad thing. Well, okay, what's know, one? Education Sorry, and psychology background. That's where I go. Yeah. What do you think about that? Let's have a discussion. Yeah. <laughs> so what is one of your proudest moments as a Girl Scout volunteer? As a volunteer. Okay. <laughs> my immediate response was my gold award. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, you're going to have to talk about your gold award too. So both. <laughs> Okay. Uh, as a Girl Scout overall, uh, I have both the first class and the gold award because I was on this weird date cusp where I was able to earn both um, because I keep ending up on the timing of awards flipping over. So I have all those thousands of challenges and badges that you needed in, to, in order to earn the first class award. And then I turned that around and had two years left of Scouts. So I did the whole project and what have you and set up model UN in my high school that created that um, led to my gold award. So as a girl, I love that. That's so cool. <laughs> um, and then um, like in general, my proudest thing, <sighs> there are a million, <laughs> there are a million, million, million. Um, and they all have to do with the girls and the various girls that I have interacted with um oh shoot i have tears sorry you can't see them but this is what girl scouts means to me it's the girls um i my older daughter's troop that was the first one that i really extensively led and you know for a long period of time we move a lot we move six seven years and um that just has to do with my husband's job and so a lot of times I don't have super long-term associations with the troop, but somehow I wonderfully keep these long-term associations with the girls. And um, like, for instance, I'm now working at day camp with some girls who were in the troop that I, as a senior scout, helped out. Let's see if we can track this track. I helped this troop out because my neighbor came to me and said, my leaders could really use some help from an older scout who knows the program better. They're really struggling. They're new to this. They're taking on older girls in cadet level. And they were wondering if we knew someone who could help out. And I volunteered you. And I went, wow, okay, sure, why not? And so I, as an older scout, still under the direction of these adult leaders, came in and said, oh, that badge works like this and you could do this and here's some ideas and blah, blah. You know, so I was really, I was introduced to leading before I was a leader, which was a huge help. Um, but I think it was also a huge help to them because that troop kept going. I'm now at day camp working with these people as, you know, co-day camp 
leaders, co-day camp adults. And these are people who go, oh yeah, you know, so-and-so from that troop, she just got married. Let me show you the pictures. Awesome. Um, so really my, my proudest thing, my most important thing, my most meaningful thing is that I've established all these really fantastic relationships with all of these women of various ages and girls and little girls. Um, you know, I, I go to camp every summer and I always do the bus and I hit the bus stop on the first day and I get mobbed by screaming girls, Broadway, you're back. You know, it's fantastic. It's the best feeling in the whole wide world because I'm reminded, hey, these kids, you know, they're getting something from this. They want to be here. So cool. You know, people screaming across Safeway, Broadway, yay, hi. You know, hi, how's it going? Really great, awesome. And mom's going, oh boy, okay. Uh, <laughs> things like that. Um, I ha I still talk to the girls in my oldest daughter's troop who are now all in their mid twenties. Uh, I was invited to one of their weddings, uh, to, 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 to the, okay. To the wedding of one of them. There's not a bu bunch of, weddings. <laughs> I like how to, what's the grammar here. I was invited, uh, to her wedding. Um, one of them asked me for advice on what to wear to her high school reunion. Uh, it sounds like little stuff, but you know, it's, it's halfway to being parental and halfway to being big sister. And it's just the coolest, yes. honored feeling of, yes. you want me to be in your life. That's so amazing. Yes. Both the when we went into the all this. Yeah. So we went into all this lockdown stuff, the older, I have a multi-level troop, um, go, this coming membership year, cause we're kind of broken for summer, but we're doing a little bit of meeting. Yeah. But anyway, um, next year we're going to have kinder through seventh in my troop. And so oh, I have wow. a, a huge span and I primarily work with the cadets, but, um, during lockdown, the older girls who have phones started, well, they already had a group chat for themselves, uh -huh. but they started a group chat that included me during this lockdown. And I was so honored. Wow. And then the little kids have Facebook messenger for kids, which I didn't even know was a thing, but it's an app that like their parents, you know, right. set up for them or whatever. So they can talk to, um, Facebook users. And so then I got invited to, um, a Facebook for kids group chat that is all the little kids oh who my gosh. are in a group chat. And I, they aren't even my primary level, you know, of course, like they see me, our troop is one troop, but, um, yeah, talk about honored. I totally, totally understand. And if I got invited to their graduations and weddings and yeah. stuff one day, I absolutely would also cry about it. So I, exactly. You, you feel 90 but, feet tall and so honored. <laughs> Yeah, what an amazing opportunity we have as uh, volunteers. So I love that. What's one of the coolest experiences or adventures that you've taken with your troop? Uh, as a girl, we went to Yosemite and went snow camping. That was intense. And that has stuck with me for years. And I've always wanted to take my children. And my daughters are not dirt people. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, so uh, that didn't quite out quite work out the way I had hoped. They like dirt. They're just not the dirt person I am. Um, snow camping where you wake up and the snow has fallen and it's two feet up the sides of your tent and you have to figure out how to cook breakfast and getting out of your sleeping bag is warm but getting out of your tent is a whole nother ball game yeah that one stuck with me forever can you tell um that's hilarious <laughs> um uh ropes course going on the ropes course i am a i am five seven I am probably 240 pounds. I'm a large person. I was scared. I did not trust those ropes. I did not think that this was a smart idea to put me on the ropes course. My mental state was there is no way you're getting me to do this. And my Girl Scouts basically lined up, this is my older daughter's troop, lined up in front of me and looked at me and said, uh, wrong. <laughs> you're fine. You know you're fine. You'll be fine and we'll make it fine. And they just, I don't know, they, they were me. They were so there for me that I didn't have a chance to be scared the whole time I was there, if that makes any sense. Um, makes total sense. The, the strength and the love and the encouragement and everything was, it was pretty seriously amazing. Um, and then uh, the last one really is day camp. Um, my team, not my team, our team, wrong word our team that we work with uh that i'm a part of is amazing uh the whole day camp as a whole is just this loving incredible intense amazing massive <laughs> girl scouty experience uh we have a few hundred kids in the forest and a couple hundred adults and we are out there for two weeks, uh, Monday through Thursday, all day. Um, dirt, 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 dirt. And games and crafts and experiences and cookouts and people and Girl Scouts and wow. It's its own unique experience and I could never find it anywhere else just because it's, it's so amazing. And I am part of a small group of people who are the music and theater group. And we work together on the support for the opening of the day and the support for the closing of the day. We run our programs during the day, um, singing songs, and I do theater games. And over the years, I have had a couple of different aides who turned into program leaders who worked with me and I am I trying to think third or fourth group of that uh, one of whom is was my older daughters who this is the first year she won't be doing it with me won't be doing day camp stuff because she just has a million and 12 things that she has to do with her life at this point she's 26 so 
she has had to move on for a short amount of time, which is slightly heartbreaking and slightly encouraging. Um, but my younger daughter is now in her first year as a junior unit leader. And so she will, we're going to do an online camp this year. And I'm sure that her unit will come and play games with me. And she will be an adult playing games with me. <laughs> and it's just amazing because um, watching the girls go through this camp. It's really the consistent thing in my Girl Scout life. I, even when I have lived in other states, I've come back and worked at camp and been a part of camp. And it's so tight. It's so I, Girl Scouty. <laughs> I keep going back to that word, but it's hard to find another word. Um, the music and theater team talks to each other all year long about all kinds of things. We have our private little face group, Facebook group where we crack jokes and support each other and, and talk to each other and tell each other what's going on and all of the above. Total sisters. Total sisters. Um, like as close as, as sisters who grew up from the same moms would be. Um, a member of this group and I share the same birthday and so there are jokes about this and jokes about all the inner workings of each other that we know and it's just this incredible amazing thing that um, is undescribed indescribable just and it's all because of Girl Scouts and it's all because we all have such a commitment to Girl Scouts and to bringing Girl Scouts to others too. I would say 80% of our conversation is what we're doing at camp the next year. You know, 20% is all the support and the, the loving and the sympathy and the this and the 80% is, so what are we doing next year? <laughs> what's our theme? What's our, what's our ideas? What's our, what are we gonna do? And yeah, massive Girl Scouts, just big time. Or, hey, what, you're working on that badge? Wait, we did that at camp like six years ago. Could you use this? You know, the, hey, could you bring this to your, remind your girls of this, uh, things like that. And we're spread all over the country and we just talk to each other all the time. It's intense. Beautiful. So Girl Scouts is not just to help girls grow. It's to help adults grow too. And that is a big reason why I even do this podcast in the first place. What is one way that volunteering for Girl Scouts, so specifically as an adult, ex your adult experience, what is one way that volunteering with Girl Scouts has changed you or helped you grow? It's held me to a certain standard. Um, I take the Girl Scout promise and law very seriously. I was taught from the beginning that I was making a promise and what that meant and that that promise had the law that went along with it and that this was expecting me to be, behave and exist at a certain level. And that yes, mistakes would be made, of course they would be made because that's why you say try. Try does not mean you're perfect. Try means that if you screw up, 
you fix it, you apologize if you need to apologize, even if you need to apologize to yourself, and then you move forward again. And so I would say more than anything else, it's held me to a certain standard and saying, when I say the Girl Scout a promise and I say the Girl Scout law, what does that mean? And not just saying a bunch of words. I love it. All right, last question I got for you today. What are some of your favorite resources or your go-to resources that help you run your troop? Oh, so many. <laughs> um, first thing that comes to mind is the adult journey. It's called, it's the planning guide book. It's called It's Your Journey, Customize It. It's a multicolored um, cover. It's an older book. I think it's still out. My copy is a million years old. Um, it basically is tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of ideas and overviews and information to help you approach a journey and um, make journeys not so scary. Uh, so the, that's like the first thing that comes to mind. Um, the second thing is the River Valley's Council's website for volunteers. They've just nailed down this whole give you the information and make it approachable thing. It, it's amazing. Um, a lot of other councils have really good resources, but a lot of times the councils will be like, so River Valley's has this. You're going to want to look there. And hey, I don't blame you. You know, don't reinvent the wheel. Um, so their website is stunning. Um, uh, my kids, my, my girls, asking them questions, asking them what's up with them, asking them about their lives, asking, because the, outside of Girl Scouts, what's going on, a lot of times I know what we could really stand to do in Girl Scouts because of what's going on outside of Girl Scouts with them. Uh, they might need support, they might need downtime, they might need uh, badge work that would help support X, Y, or Z, things like that. And um, finally, my husband. <laughs> I know, I give a lot of trite answers that sound very, you know, textbook, but it's the truth. Um, yes, Girl Scout Law and Promise, that sounds kind of blah, 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 but reality is it's true. Uh, and my husband, yeah, uh, I would not survive without him. I can't balance a budget or track cookie numbers very well. I have what's called dyscalculia which means that I really struggle when it comes to numbers. It's a type of dyslexia. And God bless my husband. He does not look at, like, at me like I have gone nuts and lost my mind when I say I have lost a case of cookies and can't figure out what happened to them. He looks at me and goes, no, you haven't. I'll find it. Give me a sec. And he hits all my paperwork and he finds it. And I can stay calm and controlled and totally cool because I know 
that even though I think I may need to panic, he will fix it. And he always does. And he drives places. When my older daughter's troop needed a second leader desperately, we could find an adult who was willing to hang out with us and do the background check and do all that kind of stuff. But she really did not feel comfortable working with the girls. She really did not feel like that was something that was her best option. And I think she was a little panicked. And so my husband said, sure, I can be a second person. I can do all the trainings. I can do all the work and I can make sure that my day off happens so that they get a meeting time. And so those brownies met for two years with the two of us and, and the third adult. And the third adult never had to speak up and never had to do things that she was uncomfortable with unless she wanted to, but she never had to do anything she was uncomfortable with because he totally, if we divided into groups, she was there and another adult or whatever, you know, da, 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 and he was gung-ho to ask questions and lead the girls and be there with them. Didn't bother him a bit. All good. He's our definitely on our Girl Scout dad. So my strength. I love it. Those are all great, um, great little tips and, and a great uh, snapshot into your experience and how you have so much experience working with girls, like you said, at all the different levels. So I've really enjoyed spending some time getting to know you and hearing a lot of your cool stories and having these conversations with you. I feel like I've learned a lot and I feel inspired. So I know this will help other people too. So thank you so, so, so much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me.